Hey guys, welcome to A Simply Intentional Life. I'm your host, Rachel Olstead, a mama three life coach for high achieving women, moms, and entrepreneurs, and a lover of organization, intentional living, and simplicity. In our world today, I think we're all a little or a lot more overwhelmed, overcommitted, overstimulated than we want to be. And everywhere we look, there's just so much stuff. I deeply know and believe that less really is more. And this podcast is for those of you who deeply desire a more simplified, organized, meaningful, and intentional life. And for those of you who are desperately craving less mental, emotional, and physical clutter in every area of your home and life. On this podcast, we'll cover a variety of topics, including business, motherhood, health, relationships, decluttering, finances, faith, spirituality, mental health, home life, marriage, and honestly, everything in between, all with the purpose of helping you live with less, cut down on overwhelm and stress, and create more time, energy, and space to actually live your life on purpose, with intention, and true joy. I really do believe that life is messy, but that we are not hot mess moms. I also believe that life can be hard, but that the constant struggle is not required. I believe that we were meant to thrive and not just survive. And that is the heart behind the show. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of A Simply Intentional Life. I am doing another solo episode today, which I am super excited about. And this has been something that's been on my mind for a while. And I kind of just wanted to do like a general simplifying episode. I mean, there's so many different so many different areas that I could talk about, but I wanted to actually talk today about six things specifically that I have personally like radically simplified in my life in how we operate on a day-to-day in my business as a mom like in our home all of these different categories I kind of sat down a while ago and I've been thinking about this for a long time because some of these things that I radically simplified are things that I've been working on simplifying for many, many years. And I finally feel like I've gotten to the place where I can really like share about them a little bit more from a place of really like living it, right? Not just like this theoretical idea that sounds nice, but actually living it. And so I wanted to share with you guys, I kind of compiled six different things while knowing me, like I'm always a little over the top. I actually had eight things, but I decided I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to actually stick to my guns and share six things. And so I cut two of them and then one of them I combined into one. So let's, let's dive in. I think the number one thing that is, and, and okay, before we dive in little caveat, all of these things are totally and completely 100% possible for you to do as well. I want you to know that like there's nothing special or unique or like one of a kind about me. It's, you know, some of these things come truly more naturally to me, but also I've had to work at some of these, these different areas. And I want you to know that 
all of these things are doable for you as well, right? And I'm here to support you with that, obviously here on this podcast in, you know, my virtual or in-person, if you're local to me, decluttering and virtual or in-person organizing sessions and in my coaching programs, all of these all of these different ways I'm here to support you. Obviously here on the podcast today, there's only so deep that I can go. But I really just want you to know that like none of these things were overnight shifts. There is no such thing as a overnight success, right? Whether it's in business or in life or when it comes to our clutter or our home, like all of these different things do take time, but they don't have to take a lot of time and they don't have to be nearly as overwhelming or scary as I think a lot of people and maybe even you are making it feel in your mind, right? Because our brains like to present us with a lot of drama, (laughs) maybe unnecessarily. Okay, let's dive in. I think the first and most obvious one is on the list of things, six things I've radically simplified in our lives is, is number one, the amount of stuff that we have, like physical things in the form of clutter. And we have, I actually haven't like calculated, but because I've been doing this, so what's the word gradually, I've been doing this so gradually over the last like six years now that I haven't, I haven't like sat down and kind of calculated like all of the things that we've gotten rid of, but it has been, I'm just making like a very, very conservative estimate to say that in the past five to six years and more specifically in the past even like two to three years we have gotten rid of probably over 40 percent of our stuff in the last five years alone me and my husband and our three kids all three kids were were born when we lived in different houses and so in five years we've had three different homes and three kids as well. And so that might sound impossible, right? Like how do you not have as much stuff as you've grown your family? And and the opposite has actually been true. The more children we've added to our family, the less stuff we have, the less clutter of all kinds, not just kids gear and kids clothes and all of that, but I have way fewer clothes. My husband does as well. We have so, so much fewer, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, much fewer, many fewer, whatever. We have a lot less stuff in general, a lot less stuff in our garage, a lot less stuff in you know, the form of books and decorations and kitchen supplies and dishes and just like all of the things that just somehow, right, seems like they just like randomly appear in our homes. And then one day we just look around and we're like, why do I have all of this stuff? Where did I get rid of? Or like, where did I get all of this? And so this is one of the most impactful and most obvious things because it is like physically, it's visible, right? It's tangible that I have gotten rid of so much of our clutter. And like that in and of itself has massively simplified everything. Thing, right it's simplified our cleaning because we're we're not like we don't feel like we have to like deep clean all of the time because it doesn't like stuff doesn't look as messy right 
we don't have to spend as much time cleaning up or like nagging each other or like reminding our kids or things like that, right? To clean up the stuff. We don't spend as much time looking for lost things because everything that we have is important to us and it has a home, right? All of these things like We'll dig into all of these different topics on some other episodes, but this has been the number one thing that has made the biggest difference is just like simply having less stuff. And that has been like, I cannot even express the amount of impact. And for me too, as like a highly sensitive person in human design, I'm also a projector in, you know, just in life, I am very empathic and I feel all things all the time. I feel everyone else's energy. I just pick up on things and that in and of itself is difficult. And then when you add a whole bunch of clutter and stuff into my space personally, like I just cannot handle it. I get way more overwhelmed and anxious than I think the average person does. And so that has drastically helped with my mental load and my emotional load as well to not have so much stuff to manage, to keep track of, to clean, to organize, to just look at even too, right? Visual clutter is really, really like triggers my anxiety. So that is the first one that I want to talk about today. And I'm actually in the process, I have lots of resources about decluttering, but I'm in the process of creating, I actually had this idea for a couple of my clients that I've been kind of working, working through with them in different areas of their home, different areas of their lives as we're kind of decluttering. I've actually decided to make like a very, very simple and straightforward yet like really robust because I can't help myself. Like I do simple, but I also go like really deep because I don't want to leave you hanging. And I've been working on making like a really amazing workbook and kind of like decluttering guidebook that will walk you through every single step of my entire process, all five steps of my process, plus some of the the mindset and subconscious shifts that need to happen to like support you. I've been working on that behind the scenes to share with some of my clients. And I think that that would be a really amazing resource that I will, I don't know, maybe I'll sell it eventually on its own. And so stay tuned, but I think that will include all of the steps that I like personally follow to declutter and to get rid of stuff, right. In like a really sustainable, doable way that doesn't make me feel like I'm losing something, right. It actually makes me feel like I'm gaining so much more. All right. The second one is something that I've radically simplified is my wardrobe. I used to be the person that would shop because I liked shopping, not because I needed something, not because I even wanted something. I just like liked shopping. I liked spending money. I liked buying new clothes. I liked fashion. I liked all of that stuff. And I still do. I still do enjoy shopping. I still do enjoy buying clothes and trying on clothes. Like it is still fun for me, but over the years, especially in the last five years, having three babies, like needless to say, my body has changed wildly in so many different ways, shapes, forms, all of the things. And I am working on really like loving the body that I'm in and being grateful for it while also like holding space for myself to kind of like redefine what my new body is and what I want it to look like. And in that process, I have purged so many items of clothing 
And it has been such an energetic release. It's been such an emotional release for me. And also just the space that I've created, especially like not looking in my closet and seeing only clothes that I used to wear or that used to fit me or that I hope will fit me one day. Like my closet is now filled with only the things that I love that fit me now and a few pieces that like don't quite fit as I want them to, but it doesn't feel like it's like years away, right? That I could wear them. Like it's really just about, you know, changing some minor <laughs> eating and exercise habits. And I know that they will fit soon and I don't like feel, I don't feel like shame looking at them, right? The other thing that's helped me radically reduce the amount of clothing that I have and that I buy even is that actually, and I shared about this on Instagram recently, it's actually saved in my Instagram like highlights on, well, on Instagram. So you can go check it out. But I actually did a color analysis with a company called House of Color. They're a UK based company, but I did it here locally with a consultant about an hour away from me. And it was so fun. I won't get like way deep into the details here on this podcast, but essentially I sat there and did a consultation with her for like two to three hours. And we actually went through like all of these different colors and shades. And basically we identified like what season of colors look best on me and that like naturally make me look healthier and happier and more alive, right? And so I found out that I'm a color season, which is called a sultry winter, which is so fun. And so now I have a color palette that I know looks amazing on me. I love all of the colors. And so now I'm like super, super intentional about what I'm buying where I'm shopping, wanting to spend my money on like really quality things that will last that I know are in my colors. Again, it's not a rule book that like I have to buy only things that are in my colors, but it it's like helps me be really intentional and focused and not just like browse online and buy something that, you know, is like an ad on Instagram. Like if it's not in my colors and if it doesn't have like the perfect fit, if it's not comfortable, if it's not like a good quality piece of clothing. I just don't buy it anymore. And so that has been wildly helpful in simplifying the money that I'm spending, the things that I'm adding to my closet, but then also getting rid of so much in the process. And again, having kids like back to back to back has been kind of a catalyst in that process. But I think that there's lots of different, you know, motivations that we have in life for wanting to simplify and this has been a huge motivation for me to simplify my wardrobe and really like basically redefine who I am who Rachel is now as not just a mom of three not just a wife not just a a business owner but like who I am and who I want to be and who I'm becoming and this has like really helped me like I said simplify in a lot of other ways that I didn't necessarily even think about before I discovered this idea of color analysis. So that was super fun. Okay. If you have any questions about that, I'm more than happy to share more. Feel free to DM me on Instagram or Facebook on Instagram. I'm just at Rachel underscore Olstead. I love, love, love talking about this experience. I've shared it with like dozens and dozens of people and they're fascinated. And I feel like I am like at this point, a non-paid affiliate <laughs> for the company, um, which is totally fine because I love it. And it's been actually 
like life changing. I know that sounds like a little dramatic, but it has been. I think it's going to be super fun to get my family's colors done as well. Okay, the third thing that I have radically simplified, okay, is not necessarily like a thing. It's not necessarily getting rid of something, but I've simplified my expectation essentially and if you will like decluttered the I don't even want to call it a fear but just like the resistance that's the word the resistance that I have to either asking for or receiving help I have never been a person that is like I can do it all I'm superwoman I don't need anyone's help like I've always been pretty open to help and to like partnerships and to teamwork and and I've never been afraid of being you know assertive and like speaking up for myself and asking for for the things that I need but I've just found like as I've gotten older and as we've like you know, grown as a couple and as a family and had more kids. It's it's like this guilt has started creeping in about like, oh, I shouldn't need so much help, right? And it's like, of course I need help. Like who doesn't need help? I am a, I'm only one person, right? My energy levels only go so far. Like I am, I'm a mom of three little kids that in and of itself is just like chaos oftentimes, right? And as a business owner and as, you know, running a household, like all of this, it's okay to ask for help. And I coach my clients on this all the time. And I'm so good at coaching them because I have experienced a lot of these things as well. But I have really started, I would even say like in the last couple years and even more so, I've had to ask for so much more help in this last year since adding another baby to our family and moving to a city where we know virtually no one except my parents. And so my parents help me and help our family and help with the kids and help with so many things like all the time. And it is, it is wildly supportive. I feel so supported by them. I feel so supported by my in-laws as well. They're always asking how they can help. Even recently, like I was having kind of a hard day with the kids. I wasn't feeling well. It was just like one of those days. And my husband said like, hey, I should ask my mom to come and just help and just play with the kids and just like be here as like an extra set of hands while he is at work during the day. And I like immediately my brain was like, no, I don't need help. Like, why would, why would she come all the way here? Like it's an hour and a half. Why would she drive all the way here? And he basically said and put me in my place in like a really healthy, positive way. He's like, Rachel, you need help. It's not a problem. She's happy to help. She loves spending time with her grandkids and like, you don't have to do it all. And I'm like, yep, you're right. And so I've had more and more of those moments and that has radically simplified so many things in my life too, like getting, you know, hiring and, and getting, a lot of help for the kids in the form of babysitters or nannies and different daycares, different childcare, like having to ask for help from, you know, people that we know locally and relying a ton on my amazing husband. Like he does so much for our family and he takes care of even things like the errands, like the grocery shopping. We don't live 
like let's just say the stores that we have in our little town of 3000 aren't necessarily like up to my standards of like convenience levels and so we we've had to like redo and kind of simplify how we get groceries, how we run errands. And he has taken on so many of those roles and he's happy to do it. And it's so supportive. It saves me honestly a lot of energy. Like I can only people for so long these days. And that is so, so, so helpful. And so Again, like one of the things I guess that I've simplified is just like my expectation that I should be able to do it all myself and just like decluttering, if you will, that mental exhaustion of like the guilt of asking for and receiving help and just allowing help to be part of my experience and allowing myself and my family to be like really, really supported by so many different people who want to and are willing to help us as well. Okay, the next one that I wanted to share is not, again, a thing, but it's more of a concept and something that has helped me simplify literally everything and specifically in my business, but really in all areas. I've kind of always had this rebellious side to me. I've kind of like have always been a rule breaker and or just like follow the rules enough kind of thing and the whole like ask for forgiveness instead of permission type thing like these have all been how I've kind of lived my life and it's been fun like it has been it has I think allowed me to push the limits in a lot of like ways that have been really productive instead of like putting myself in a box but I've even more so in my life and in my business stopped following basically all quote unquote rules and started just listening to myself, listening to God, listening to my inner wisdom, my inner knowing, my intuition, and really developing like a deep, deep level of self-love, of self-trust, of self-respect as well and not feeling like especially in business and even in motherhood and all of the different places right where we feel like there is so many rules and to do's and should do's and should not do's and kind of rules of the road and guidelines and all of that like I've basically thrown away everything and just stopped following the rules and that has simplified so much there's so much less like mental drama about things, my decisions, the decisions that I make, I don't really get input from other people, like aside from God and myself. And if it affects someone else, like usually I'll talk to my husband about it, right? Or my mom, someone like, or my best friend, or, you know, one of my like best business friends, like I'll talk to people about it. But at the end of the day, I really only make decisions based on what God wants for me and what like my inner wisdom is telling me. And I cannot tell you how refreshing that is and how much that has simplified, like not feeling like there are rules that I have to follow and things that feel gross and that I should do, but I don't want to do, but this is how you're supposed to do it and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I've dropped all of that and life and business and motherhood has never felt more free and expansive and fun because of that. 
definitely suggest you trying it. <laughs> a lot less stress, a lot less worry, a lot, you know, less stuff to think about, to remember, like checklists. It's just like, how do I want to do things? How do I want to operate in my business? What offers do I want to create? Who do I want to work with? What price point? Like how, when, where, why? Like all of these things are like, I just look to myself now, right? Instead of feeling like I have to buy another course or do this or look to a mentor or hire another coach. Like I do have a coach, but I take what I, I take what serves me and I leave the rest. Instead of feeling like that person is like a dictator of my life and my business, I take what serves me and I leave the rest and I follow my own rules, which really are very limited. Like I, it's so funny, even when I set my own rules, I'm like, man, I don't think so. Like I break my own rules anyways, which is super funny. So I'm just not a rule follower and that's totally cool. And it gives me so much freedom. All right. Number five is kind of twofold. I have radically simplified my schedule slash like routines. And so what I mean by this is like, I basically don't have like a really strict schedule or really strict consistent routines anymore. I would say I probably stopped with like the desire and like let that desire go at least a year, if not a year and a half, or even two years ago, like I used to be a very, very, very regimented scheduled person. And that only increased my anxiety. Like it was a little bit of like a perfectionism mindset and a little bit of a, like, I have to have it planned out, like overly planned in like this, you know, when we're talking about our subconscious brain, one of my subconscious like self-sabotage patterns is control. And so if things feel out of control, then I try to like stick my hands in everything and try to like make them how I want them. And one of the the ways that it like showed up is like over planning things. Like I have to do this at this time, my morning routine, like I have to wake up at six, then I journal, then I do this, then I do this. And like, if something derailed that plan or a kid inevitably woke up at a time that like, I didn't want them to wake up at, it would like throw my whole schedule, my whole routine, and I would just like kind of crash and burn and I would get really resentful and all of that. Like it was really unhealthy. And so I simplified this and I'm like, you know what? My schedule does not need to be dictated. My routines can be flexible. And so I also like have decluttered, if you will, a lot of the things in my schedule. I have so much white space in my schedule these days. I have so much downtime. I have so many days that I have very little planned that have so much room for creativity and creation and inspiration and play and fun. And it allows me to like do what I want when I want. Like I have things, you know, scheduled that involve other people, of course, like, you know, my client calls and calls with my coach and calls with my business partner, which on a side note, I have a new business partner, which I can't wait to share with you guys. I haven't actually shared much about this at all, but yeah, I have found like a new found like way of living and it's not necessarily with like strict schedules and routines, but more so rhythms. Like it's a little bit more go with the flow, a little less rigid. And it's so much less pressure to like 
have to like perform based on the clock all the time. Like when did the, when did we decide that the clock runs our life? Like that feels terrible to me. And I used to live my life based on the clock, especially like as a teacher, it was like every minute was like so important. And the bell rang at this time and the bell rang at this time. And it was like, Oh, I just don't want to live like that anymore. And so I decided a long time ago, especially with kids, like it's kind of a requirement for me, at least as I'm working from home and have kids at home during the summer, during the school year, like they are, you know, at daycare and, and my oldest will be starting kindergarten this fall and all of that stuff, which is amazing. And I'm super excited for, but I just have more ease and flow in my days and we limit like significantly limit the amount of things that we say yes to. We say no to so many things and that's okay in this season of life. Like we have, again, three kids, five and under, and we have our oldest in gymnastics once a week. And that is like the only specific activity that we have scheduled outside the home every single week. And that allows for us to like make decisions and be a little bit more spontaneous if we want to, or you know, plan a trip to the lake on the weekend or do whatever we want to do. But we have so much free time, so much downtime, so much time that's unstructured and just for play and hanging out and being together as a family. And that has been so life-giving for me as well that like I do not do well when I'm on a very, very structured routine and schedule and having these like kind of easy rhythms in our days and easy, you know, we still do have like some routines, you know, kind of like generally what our mornings feel like, generally how we, you know, do our bedtime routines, like all of those things are somewhat structured but it's more just like expectations. Like everyone knows, like we start getting ready at this time in the evening. Like here's our kind of rhythm. We usually do baths. Then we, you know, get dressed. We do a couple stories. Usually like the girls each get to pick a book. Then we do our prayers, songs, bedtime. Like everyone knows it's these expectations, but they're not super rigid as if like we got off, you know, five minutes off our schedule, like things aren't going to go awry. (laughs) And so that has been really, really helpful as well. And to just like let go of that and add in so much more white space, say no to so many things that don't light us up and don't fit our family's values and priorities and like schedule in this season of life and only do the things that do light us up. Okay, the very last thing, and then I am going to wrap up here for you guys for today that has radically simplified my life is kind of wrapping up and connecting to the first one, which is like getting rid of so much stuff and decluttering. That's more like on a big scale, but something that has been really, really powerful is daily decluttering and like the daily, I don't even want to say like cleanup, but like I'm just going to call it daily decluttering where essentially I get rid of things and go through things on a daily basis. And now before you think like, I don't have time for that. That sounds overwhelming. That sounds like ridiculous. How do you like do that when the kids are home, blah, blah, blah. Right. But what I want to offer is that like, I don't make it like a task that I have to do instead of Instead, I look at it like it's just kind of like part of my day. And so essentially it's like as I'm, you know, getting the kids dressed, like if I find that like a pair of pants doesn't fit them or it's just like looking a little weird or they, you know, mention something throughout the day that like these pants are like really scratchy. I'm just using a random example. Like instead of 
putting it in the laundry, washing it again, like putting it back into their, their clothing pile and having to like manage it and manage the inventory and keep that item. I'll just immediately put it into a a bin that we have. We keep a bin for donations or things that we're getting rid of, like by our kind of like in our little mudroom laundry room area, I'll just put that item directly in there out of sight, out of mind. Like it's no longer something that we have to manage and it's no longer something that I have to make a decision about later. Like I make instant decisions on stuff every single day that we maybe, you know, don't want anymore, don't use, don't need, don't like, isn't valuable anymore things, especially like toys, like I said, outgrown clothes, even like my clothes, my husband's clothes, like paperwork, dealing with it on a daily basis is kind of this maintenance mode, right? And I talk about this a lot in like my five step process. Maintenance mode is like the last main step. And this one of the ways that I you know, have been living in maintenance mode and have been still essentially what I consider like the gatekeeper of our house. Like really managing what comes in, what goes out and being very intentional about that. It doesn't feel like a task. It doesn't feel hard. It doesn't feel like, okay, now I'm going to do my daily decluttering. No, it's just like part of what I do. Like for another example was that we have this little, like little people, my kids are screaming outside. So of my office, you guys might hear them unless my podcast manager can take that out, but that might be too loud for even her to manage. So Alyssa, as you're listening to this, feel free to keep my screaming kids in there. I think everyone can relate. Okay. So one last example that I was going to give, like we have this little people farm thing that has like a whole bunch of animals in it and makes different sounds and stuff. We've had it for probably two years. And I always thought like it was kind of cute and didn't take up a ton of space, but like I just, as I kind of like watch my kids play and I don't often like play like down on the floor with them, but I love watching them and, you know, seeing what they play with and just noticing and just like being present. I've noticed that like they don't play with it at all. They like stare at it or they move it or they like press the button and make a loud sound or they like, well, once in a while throw the little pig down the little chute and, and laugh about it. And then they like wander off. And so after about a couple weeks of noticing like how many times I picked this thing farm up and put it back and like never saw anyone play with it. I just held it up. This actually happened today. I just held it up and I'm like, you guys, does anyone actually play with this? And he immediately, like my older two girls were like, no, no one plays with it. I'm like, do you even care about this? Mm, Not really. Our baby obviously can't like express that right now. And I don't think that he cares because he just wants what the girls play with. He just wants what, you know, all of the other things that they're playing with. And, and so I just took it and I said, okay, sounds good. I'm going to sell it. And so I put it in our like sell slash donate bin. And that was that. And I do this on a daily basis so that I don't have to feel like I have to spend hours and hours, like every single day, every single week. And we also have so much less stuff than we used to have that it's not like a huge, huge deal. And it doesn't take me very long at all. Like I go through things as I'm doing them, as I'm living my life, as we're going through our just like daily rhythms and noticing things that again, we don't want, we don't use, are broken, are like no longer valuable and paperwork that can just be filed right away. All of that kind of stuff has been so, so, so helpful. And 
it allows us to simplify things again, like in so many different ways. Like I could talk for hours about the benefits all of, of all of this, which I will share a lot more on some other podcast episodes. But for now, I'll leave you guys with that. All again, all of these things are totally doable for you as well. And I am so, yeah, I'm just so thankful for this space. I'm thankful for all of you. I hope that you guys find these these, I guess, personal examples and tips to be really helpful. And I highly encourage you maybe take a couple to heart and really think about how can you try to simplify some of these different areas in your life as well and really reap the benefits. Like the benefits far outweigh the cost of like the, you know, mental work, the emotional work, the the time and energy that you do have to put in, obviously, like to make some of these changes, like the benefits far, far, far outweigh the work and time and energy that you're putting in. And of course, if you want support and you want to take this deeper and you want to deep dive and you really want to like understand what this can actually look like for you and your family and your life and your work and all of that, uh, you know, right now in the season of life that you're in, like send me a message either on Instagram or Facebook, shoot me an email. It's just hello at rachelolstead.com. Or of course, just book a free consult call. We can talk super low pressure you're not committing to anything by jumping on a consult call. We'll just talk about what this looks like, what your goals are, what's stressing you out, what you want to create. And we'll talk about like using my process and the coaching tools and everything that I use in my work and figuring out a customized plan for you to do this work and to get you a really, really simplified life in a way that feels good and sustainable and fun for you. So, all right, that is it for this week, you guys. We'll see you next week. And as always, thanks for being here. Okay, happy simplifying. Thanks for joining me on another episode of A Simply Intentional Life. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And I would love to connect with you more over on Instagram and in my free community, The Simplified Life Group over on Facebook. Of course, if you want to dive deeper, explore working together and simplify your own life in every way, make sure to book your free consult call. I can't wait to connect more. And as always, every day is an opportunity to say yes to a simply intentional life.